I'm Jo Chan Yan. And I'm Donna He, and we are two brand designers who met on Instagram and now we are great friends. We can't get enough about nurturing your brand and your mindset when it comes to building a conscious vision led business. We love honest conversations and digging deep into the things that contribute to your path in making a positive impact in the world. Hello and welcome to the Brand Journey Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today to another episode. Hey Joe. Hi, hi Donahue, how are you going? I'm good. Good. I just realized, I forgot to tell you, mm. I looked at our uh, Podbean dashboard. We have like mm-hmm. over 2,700 downloads. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I think that's so good because, yeah, it's not something we expected. And I think like when we initially created the podcast, that wasn't the intention, was not to like just I know. aim for heaps and heaps of downloads. So it's really lovely to see that it has gone grown organically over time so that's been really lovely yeah I feel like it's nice to do something without having any like specific expectations yeah 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 I think like when it came to the podcast one of the reasons was like firstly wanting to help connect and serve uh business owners as well as having those discussions that I think we're going to give like an honest look behind the business, our businesses as well, and yeah. in whatever way we could to, yeah, just make branding and business a little bit more easeful for everyone. So I think that was like my biggest intention and our biggest intentions going into it. Um, so it's really lovely just to see how it has evolved in the last, how long have we been doing this for? Like a it's year. Been- over yeah. a year yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> it's so That's, lovely yeah oh my gosh I can't believe it <laughs> yeah I mean if you're just joining us for the very first time thank you for downloading or even hitting play we did create this episode just to share what mm. you know what our own journey in the branding and business mm-hmm. from our own perspective and also Talking about things that we are dealing with, things that we've learned, mistakes that we've made to hopefully help anybody that is starting their business and uh, wants to build a business that has, you know, purpose behind and it has, it's very conscious and thoughtful, intentional. And I feel like we aren't trying to be like this marketing, super focused, super specific branding resource. Mm. We are here to bring a slower, I think, perspective to those things without getting into that like marketing world and, and branding world. I only say that because I feel like there's a lot of podcasts out there and resources for branding and marketing and that are very specific, specifically with with marketing, right? So I feel like we're sort of talking about these things in a way that we would like to talk about them in the way that we see them, in the way that like makes us feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. in this space. Yeah, and I think the the intention is that you know branding and business is 
is not just about like the strategies and the tactics um, Mm -hmm. and the must-dos or the must-haves behind it, but there's a lot of heart behind all the decisions that you make. And things can feel a little bit messy, but how can you do this with the most intention and how can you do this in a way that feels very energetically sustainable as you grow Mm -hmm. your business so you don't burn out as we go through? Yeah. Today, having said that, (laughs) we are going to do a little review on the last six months. We kind of do these reviews often so that we can see what, or share, I should say, so that Mm. we can share with you what's been working for us, what have we learned, and some of the things that we've gone through, and also some of the things we can celebrate for each other. And hopefully that helps you in some way. We would love to hear also how you like these episodes, if you like for us to do these little recaps of our own businesses. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about the last six months and share our biggest wins and challenges, which should be fun. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the overall intention of us doing this is we just want to be honest and, and open about our own brand and business journeys and hopefully give you a little behind the scenes as to what we go through, which we don't necessarily share all the time about, but this is our little platform where we can do that. And sometimes, you know, we we really love talking about visions and goals, but things, of course, don't always go as planned. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be kind of messy and that's okay. It's just all about finding that right balance and the right, like, getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. And for Donna here, I'm super excited to just get the behind the, the scenes, I guess, download on how you've been finding the last six months. Um, I know like based on like our pretty much weekly chats, <laughs> what's happening week to week. But I think like the purpose of the review is just like summarizing all of those things to see like what your biggest wins were. So what were the biggest wins that you had personally as well as in your business? And what were you really proud of? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's been a little bit of a, a roller coaster, but not as much as last year was a little wild in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My intention for the year was to implement and systemize the things that I've been learning and putting things into work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, it feels like my biggest wins is that I've been able to consistently work with people who I love. Yeah. And I really love like, who they are and how passionate they are about what they're trying to do. And I see how much they push themselves outside of their comfort zone and work towards like a bigger vision. I love that they come here with just such a passion behind the purpose of, you know, their business and um, their, you know, what they're trying to offer Mm -hmm. and really make change like through that thing, through that business, through that brand working consistently with those people. Um, But then I've realized something I'm good at in the process where before I didn't, I was just kind of going through the motions and I didn't really, 
either acknowledged or appreciate or even realize like what like what part of the process was I good at like Mm. for helping them specifically when I see things come together like through their website Mm. when you see the whole brand come to life and that kind of thing seeing how we are able to tell their story and share that passion that I'm talking about that they're all about in a way that feels really, really authentic to who they are, it makes me feel so good. Like, I feel so fulfilled. I feel like uh, like a vessel that I'm just, like, trying to translate, like, all these things that they feel into a visual thing that other people can look at and also connect with and feel themselves. Mm. So that, to me, has been really big. And then working with the clients like they just push me to learn and figure things out because sometimes I work with people who are in industries I've never really learned about or Mm. heard of or even understand so it just forces me to like really pay attention and really understand something that to me is very complex so that's challenging when it comes to strategy because you have to really really understand who they are and what they do in order to translate that into, you know, into the brand. Mm. And I really love that because listening to them, it helps them also understand and articulate like who they are. Because sometimes when you don't really explain it and you can't say, say things in a clear way, it feels so abstract. So when we finally go through that process, it's like, it's an aha moment for them and it's it feels good to me because I'm able to like dig through the weeds and like really get to a a very clear way of understanding who they are yeah Um, and I think like a lot of clients that's exactly the thing that they want to have at the end of the day when it comes to branding or brand strategy is the ability to communicate their business in a way that's really clear for their audience or for their customer and client, but also clear for them because that sense of understanding who they are and what they do and why they're doing what they're doing and being able to communicate that throughout their brand and business gives them so much guidance around like what's possible and all the different things that they might need to do next in their business but it gives them like really a really strong almost branding map that they can kind of move through which is incredible that's so good in a a sense of identity too like because they're able to articulate that and like tell other people about it in a easy way you know Mm. it doesn't take forever Mm. and then the biggest thing like too for like working through my coaching program is just the being able to tighten my process more and more and more and being able to offer something that's more intensive, that kind of approach to really almost clean up my process and get rid of what's not necessary to discover or uncover, I should say, what it is I need to focus on that my clients need the most because I was doing things that are, were great and helpful and valuable, but weren't necessarily as what they needed the most. So being able to yeah. chop down my process to to give me more time, focusing on what really matters to make this more of an intensive approach has been 
awesome. And then this kind of was by accident, but like stepping away from Instagram, I think mm-hmm. it's been like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like completely stop, but I've definitely stopped posting a lot Mm. and that and and even spending time in the platform and that has I felt a pressure kind of Mm. be removed because I'm not constantly looking at what other people are doing and feeling like I need to step up I need to step up and that has allowed me to just really think about how I want to serve my clients where I want to serve my clients and just focus on myself. Mm. That has been really, really good. I I tend to, I mean, I plan to still be active in some way, but um, I really want to almost redefine the way that I show up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are tired of it and they feel pressured (laughs) to keep doing it because of this is what you do today. Mm. But what does that mean? And can we do things differently? I'm trying to figure out what that is, and I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. A quick overview of my personal wins are just like being able to, with that extra time I have now with changing my process, planning more trips locally, taking more time off, having slower days, mm-hmm. and I think being more self-aware of health and fitness and exercising I hired a coach like a fitness coach at the beginning oh, of the year awesome. oh, that's so and cool. that was great but then it didn't end really well oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was not uh, a good choice of mine mm-hmm. like I didn't I didn't pick the right person and mm-hmm. I I did make progress and I and I liked what I learned and I'm gonna definitely use it but it was not a good experience, I think. Mm. I think it's so personal, isn't it? Like when you find a coach and sometimes I yeah. think you need to go through a few. It's almost like choosing mm-hmm. the right doctor or um, therapist. Therapist, Yeah, especially with the right therapist because just because they offer the same thing doesn't mean that they're the right fit for you and like yeah. you connect and you're able to see a trend you know a a positive big transformation in your journey so yeah I I look forward to hearing about the next coach you hire and I I hope that that is a better experience (laughs) but you know what's funny is like I'm grateful that I went for that through that process because you know when you have like really bad customer service Mm, it makes mm -hmm. you at least for me, I'm like, I never want to have my yes. clients feel the way that I yes. feel. Yeah. So it's like what it just makes me more aware of how I can mm. serve people better and what not to do and what to make sure I do. Mm. And I would never do some of the things that this coach did. Mm. And I mean, it wasn't as horrible as it might sound. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it just made me appreciate what is it that I can do better for yes. my clients. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say, like, with making more time to do your short trips? And actually, like, I feel like the a big focus for the last six months just from what you were saying was around like creating that sense of space and time around your business like um you know getting the you know planning time off for the rest of the year and just like having those slower days 
what came before? Like what actually led to these results that you got? I think it really has been staying really focused, mm. which sounds abstract in mm-hmm. general and vague. But what I mean is, so I'm in this coaching program. It's a group coaching program. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in this program, it forces me to not only have accountability, mm-hmm. but also staying focused on what I'm trying to achieve. And also knowing that I'm investing in this program and in, in just getting help, I'm not going to be throwing money down the drain. Like I need to put in the work that I'm trying to working towards the results I'm trying to work, really staying focused in that way and just like keeping track of my finances, being mindful of my process and really aware of those internal business things have really helped. And the slower days and the taking time off, like that's just a result of making that process of trying to figure out the best value I can provide to my clients and those kinds of things. I think those are just results of that. Not letting like Instagram get in the way of eating up my time or, or feeling unmotivated because I'm comparing myself too much to other people. Avoiding the shiny object syndrome because of that, because I'm just thinking and looking at what everybody else is looking at or doing and feeling like I have to do the same. And you know, so like staying focused on what, what I'm really trying to achieve because of this coaching program, like I'm doing things in this way, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, should I do it that way? Like how that person is doing it? Or should I show this, how that person mm-hmm. is doing it? And instead of thinking that I'm just really trying to say, I'm going to do it this way, like it might not be something that you see all the time or the way people are expecting it or used to that's okay. This is working for me. Keep going. Yeah. Trying to create those boundaries so that I'm not really looking too much at what going out out there and mm. going on out there and getting distracted. Mm. Yeah. I love that real channeling of where your attention and energy goes. Yeah. Mm. But I'm excited what you're, you're going to share. I want to hear, um, let's start with your, your business. What, um, what are you most proud of? What are your mm. biggest exciting wins? I think like the biggest wins this year overall have been more around seeing the results come through from like mm. setting up the business and really working a lot behind the scenes in like making sure that the process was working well, like that I was getting clients consistently and sort of reaching a big goal of mine last year was around reaching like my financial goal. Yeah. And so there was a lot of focus derived towards that because for me, it wasn't so much around hitting the number, but it was around like me believing that I was worth amount because that was more of a mm-hmm. it was something that I did for myself as a bit of a mindset shift because I knew that I had maybe like a mindset block around reaching a certain number in my business and I wanted to see like okay how can I gradually remove that block from a place that feels really aligned um, mm-hmm. but doesn't feel like I'm pressuring myself and that success wasn't hinging on whether I got 
that number or not. So it was around like having that goal in mind, but seeing how I could do that from a place of intention and having that feel energetically easeful and sustainable rather than me feeling like it was a fluke you know yeah a, a fluke success that I was like oh I'm never gonna get it that done again <laughs> um, was that was that process a little bit bumpy for you yes. or were you able to slowly kind uh, of adjust yeah it was very bumpy so last year it was like hitting it or getting very close to my monthly goal like yeah. a few months it, it like it was like ten dollars away from like the goal and I was like oh my gosh that was that's so weird I'm like almost there and I could feel like how scared I became of not mm. getting that and then I was like okay this is something I have to really work through like there's a mindset around me being like worthy of it and then not worthy of it you know and that was like yeah. where yeah. my def- definition of success was and so I was like okay let's see if you can reach it in a way where that sense of success is not dependent on that number mm-hmm. let's see if you can hit it anyway coming from a, a more gentle yeah. place and I think I I overshot it I doubled the amount <laughs> the second Amazing. month and so it was like oh okay when you take the pressure off yourself when you sort of allow that yeah. space then it's like, okay, all of this stuff starts happening in the right way. It's just like a a momentum. So it was really like coming from that, the last six months have been coming out of that momentum. Granted, the pace I wanted to take this last six months has been a lot slower. So I think overall biggest wins was like continuously similar to you, Donahue, was like reaching the clients that I loved working with and that I really wanted to work with. And I felt like I could actually help them in their transformation. Mm-hmm. I could see myself actually serving these clients in the way that I saw them getting really amazing results back from working together. And that was so yeah. wonderful because uh-huh. I think for yeah. many years of doing business, like sometimes you don't see the results, like the tangible results that come back from mm-hmm. someone's business mm-hmm. because people tend to want to keep that either to themselves or they don't you know, necessarily share it with you unless you go asking for it and I was always like I guess nervous to ask people for like the tangible results so I would only just ask for a testimonial so this was the first few years of my business and then nowadays I think the results that I'm seeing have been so positive like I've, I've had clients who've been able to sell out their coaching course before like the end of their launch period, which is amazing. They sell it out within like a few days or in some cases it's like been a few hours and then they're like, okay, all the spots are taken. Um, Or or they've been able to bring in like a lot of uh, additional revenue. And so it's, I know that those numbers are not the be all and end all, but gosh, it's so nice to see that this, framework is working in a way that Mm -hmm. like I can see the tangibility of it as well as knowing that my clients feel completely supported through the process so I think those would be the biggest client wins yeah and then like I guess the other ones were around really being able to serve my local community with um, mentoring so I've been doing mentoring for about two years um, and initially it was to help small businesses moved through COVID in mm-hmm. Melbourne lockdown, which was like the longest lockdown in the world. 
And oh. since then, I've done like a, a lot of mentoring sessions. So I would say over a hundred mentoring sessions and business workshops. So it's just been so nice wow, to meet so nice. many different. Yeah, I think the the joy is just to be able to meet so many different businesses. I'm locally. sure you learned a lot too, like through oh, that process and a lot of 100%. speaking. Yeah, and I mean, as you were saying before, it's like when you come across people who are in different industries, you learn so much about their industry and yeah. you know what what's happening for them and like what can they do next you know, to help them move through like the biggest obstacle that's mm-hmm. in the way from them getting to the next thing that they want to get to in their business. So yeah, I think those were like the biggest sort of business wins. Um, but yeah, that's it's so been a, it's cool. a power packed few months, <laughs> even though it's felt slower in some ways as well. I'm so glad it's felt slower because I know that we both were a bit burned out for a really yeah. long time, yeah. even though we, we've talked about burnout and all of those things. But sometimes it's hard to avoid, even mm. though you, you plan and all of those things. Mm. But one thing that you mentioned was talking about success and you're talking about hitting your income goal and those mm. kinds of things. And I think when you took had that mind shift change that took that pressure off, I mm. think Two, it's important to not hold only your mm. idea of success on that number. Exactly, exactly. And that was what I was doing the first up. time round. Yeah. yeah, I was so tied to that number. And it was like, if I didn't hit it exactly, like if I didn't get what there. What does that mean? What right? does that mean like, for my business? Yeah. And then as soon as I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is the direction I'm heading in. And these are the things that I need to do in order to like make that more possible. I was not right. looking at hitting it. I was making the vision more likely to happen. Like what are the things I could do mm-hmm. to make it more possible? And I was like, I'm just going to focus on increasing possibility and opportunity. And oh, that meant you could step so away from the result. And that will naturally happen. Whether it takes you a year, two years, three years, eventually you'll get there. And I quite like that perspective. It's a lot easier. <laughs> I love that perspective because all you have to worry about is just putting one step in, in front, front of the yes. other. Yes. And eventually you're going to get there. Yes. There's no there's no doubt about it because no. it, it's inevitable, right? It's, 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 ine- it's inevitable if you're continuing to do the work and being open and doing those things. So yes. I love that perspective um, 100%. Yes. Yes, increase the likelihood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about your personal wins? I want to hear, yeah, what have you worked on or what are you excited that happened? Yeah, so I think like the biggest shift for the last six months has come probably from like the things that didn't go so well, which we'll talk about in a bit. was <laughs> a result of that. Um, and it was around, similar to you, Donahue, it was around like really wanting to make more time and space for me to feel a sense of balance again in my business. And I really craved that. um, And I still crave it. So it's an ongoing process. And I think my focus was around, okay, the business will be fine. Again, I don't have to worry about it if I'm 
doing the things that are leading to its eventual success Mm -hmm. and increasing the likelihood of success and possibility for growth, whatever that means. But the other part of success for me was not just like the business thriving, but was for my body to feel like it was going well. Um, (laughs) And so I think one of the biggest decisions that I made was like, okay, let's put more energy packets back into whatever self-care could look like in various Mm. forms in my life. So that meant investing in going to a gym, like with a trainer. And that was like totally outside my comfort zone. But I was like, okay, it's an investment in myself. It's going to make me... (laughs) me feel better and more energized I wasn't aiming for weight loss or anything like that but I just wanted to feel more energetic a sense of wellness and vitality Mm -hmm. yeah so everything around establishing a sense of wellness I invested time and energy on and so that went also with having intentional mornings again like I was having very unintentional mornings for a while where I would just fly out (laughs) of the bedroom and like straight into like computer land. (laughs) It was like a little magnet. Um, But then I'm like, nowadays I I allow myself when I can, like the grace to really enjoy sipping on matcha tea for a bit and having like the space to journal, enjoying like the coldness of the morning walking nori if it's not like freaking cold like we can go for a walk (laughs) (laughs) all those things so I think it's just like like little things like investing in sleep so I got like a sleep mask which is kind of like it's like a padded bra for your eyes and this is (laughs) so fun it's like a little cocoon um (laughs) wait you told me about this like a couple of months ago and it's still working for you? Yeah, I still use it every oh, night. I use like these night red beta blue light blocking glasses. I was going to say beta yeah. blocking. No, <laughs> blue light blocking glasses. And yeah, I've just been like really putting more of like the energy into like making sure that I'm sleeping as much as possible and getting that mm. enough amount of sleep. So, so nice. I would say those were the biggest wins. But overall, like the things that really led to the last sort of six months in terms of things that went well was just realizing that you only have so much time and energy so it's like well what's the thing that's really important Mm -hmm. that it goes towards Mm -hmm. and so that was like around being intentional about saying yes to jobs that helped me learn a lot in different ways not being super picky about different price points and things like that when it came to jobs. It was just yeah. like really looking for serving the clients. So mm-hmm. that led to lots of collaborations. It led to a lot of mentoring sessions, putting that energy also back into well-being and wellness as well. And so on the flip side, <laughs> I would love <laughs> to talk a little bit about like the things that we really learned this for the Mm. last six months and the things that came from maybe the learnings that came from things that didn't go as to to our initial expectations. Donahue, what was like some of the biggest lessons or the biggest Mm. things that you learned in the last six months? A challenge for me at the beginning was I went back to school. Mm. I started a master's program, which 
I'm not really sure I will continue. Right. <laughs> it just took too much of my time and I wasn't able to focus on my coaching program and I feel like it slowed me down a lot. quite a bit. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things where I thought at first was going to be a good idea and then later I realized this doesn't feel right. Like I feel like I'm just deviating from my path mm. a bit even mm-hmm. though it's great. It's, you know, helpful, all that. I don't know. I just, I decided to not go back mm. so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took a lot of my time away from my business and all of that. So I, at the time I was working on client work, I was doing coaching, I was doing schoolwork and also working with the coach, which really required a lot of yeah. mental energy yeah. um, in planning my meals and measuring, like tracking my wow. macros. And That's so intensive. Schedule. I, I was thought exhausted. it was like a, a, like a gym coach when you were saying it before, no. but it was like a overall, so you hired someone to like kind of yeah. do ev- like everything, like guide you for everything. Wow. It was an online coach and mm. uh, she gave me a meal plan and then she gave me a workout thing, which is pretty normal, I think, for mm-hmm. online coaches, but it just like really shifted a lot. And mm-hmm. now I'm grateful for it because now I definitely shifted my way of eating, which has been mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. But it took a long time to get used to that setup and like measure and tracking and measuring everything and then like figuring out where my workout. So anyway, all of that yes. was very time consuming <laughs> and I was pretty exhausted. Oh, um, God. Can you imagine? And I then going to school was on a Saturday, every other Saturday. So I only had sometimes just one day off so yeah I'm glad that all of that is over (laughs) what helped me work through that was actually one more thing that happened was one of my projects things changed in my client's business that Mm -hmm. in the way that I wasn't expecting so Mm -hmm. it shifted the project to a different timeline Mm -hmm. and that hasn't quite happened to me before. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure at first. I was a little bit nervous on, you know, is this going to be a problem? Is this going to take longer than I had expected it to be? And then it really messes with your timeline and your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what happened was um, I started reshifted my thinking. And instead of like being frustrated or like afraid of what this could turn into because it could it could really turn into a problem project I started thinking of how can I set us up for success so I reshifted my thinking in trying to position myself in a way you know we were going to be successful together so thinking of Mm. how can I be of service to them but then also making sure that I had boundaries around oh, what that, that is will so look like. amazing I love that because I think that's so like that's essentially how you create that sense of flow in your business is knowing that you're going to be of service to your clients and having the a little bit of flexibility there around you know like what it means to really support them through yeah. a shape shift that's happened in their business yeah. right um, I mean, but sometimes also how do you like, yeah, on the flip side, which I really love is establishing your boundaries and making sure that you're looking after both sides. Yeah. I tend to like throw those, those boundaries go out the window very quickly for me. Um, it's really lovely to see that you've got that balance. And, you know, I think that's very inspiring for me. 
I'm trying to be really mindful about it and also remind myself, like, sometimes, you know, things just happen. Like, it's mm-hmm. not their fault or it's not, they didn't intend for this to happen. And I understand that. So I have to, for me, as somebody who's, like, highly empathetic as an empath, I always want to, like, please everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But I know that that could turn into a complete nightmare or just in the end, I just, I want this to be successful for them and for myself. And I know that they're being mindful of my, my life as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I want to respect what's happened, acknowledge it and also plan for it in a way that's structure in a way that I can say, here's what we should do. Let's commit to it. Can you commit to this? Mm. And if the answer is yes, great. We've committed to it and now we plan for it and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That shift, I feel like I'm feel more confident in doing that more. So that's been really good. And then obviously when I was in school, being patient around <laughs> in that specific time mm-hmm. I felt super guilty of not having the time to work in my business and I was very frustrated like fighting this thing where I wanted to rest I wanted to work on my business I needed to work in school and not sure what to focus on and it wasn't until like literally the last two weeks of school somebody <laughs> in in my coaching program was like if you need this permission that you've been wanting or needing, I give you this permission, like, don't come here until you're done with school, and then you can focus Mm -hmm. on the thing, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god, I really did need that permission, thank you, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) so it's it's like, oh, they get it, yeah, Yeah. it's interesting how, like, just reframing something can just, like, you're like, oh, okay, I, I have that now, like, and it will, it's not something, like, that you did, it was just like a shift in your mindset of, hey, you can do this first and then do this next. And that's okay. You don't have to fight everything at once. Like, (laughs) so yeah. I do this all the time. When I fight, when I put resistance towards something, I end up getting nowhere. You're just like resisting, resisting, and like nothing happens. Yes. No one wins inside your head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I was able to move past that, took a week off, and then dove right back in. So that was really good. That's so good. I'm really looking forward to just doing more of the same, like really focusing on my process. This is a big thing for me this year, like iterating it and adjusting it, focusing it, tightening it. It's all about that. I'm just, I'm working on a workshop that I want to launch soon. And that's exciting for me. Hopefully people like it and come to it. I'll share with you guys when, when I have it. It's nice being able to test something Mm -hmm. and see what happens At first, I was afraid of, like, what if nobody shows up and this and that until I started thinking about it as um, just another practice opportunity for me to be better and learn and and, uh, learn how to communicate an idea in a better way and Mm. and also get some feedback. So, Mm. yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I love that. I love that. Always continuously inspired by everything oh. that you do and I love that <laughs> I love that you're doing the workshop and you and I know you've been planning it and planning the content for some time and 
anytime that you do something like this, you put so much heart and soul and intention and it's so amazing. It's so freaking good. So I'm really excited for it. I mean, Um, I'm like inspired by you because you've done this like a gazillion times. You're like, you know, I feel like I always rush my workshops. (laughs) No, you're so good. And you give so much detail and it's, you're really, really good at it. You're really, really good. So I'm hoping I'll, I'll catch up. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I'm yeah. excited for yours. So, <laughs> <yay>. <laughs> um, and I was going to say, just with like you wanting to focus more on like iterating and integrating everything, like I was just like, yes, that feels so exciting because <laughs> I can't remember how many years we've been talking and when we met, but like we've always been talking about like how a you know what we're doing in our business and what we're learning and everything and yeah yeah, I'm so excited for you because I feel like the last few years I've been seeing like all those pieces come together you know it's and it's so exciting to to know that okay the the refining part which I think is like super juicy like that's happening and again it's hugely inspiring for me because typically I would like just be learning and learning and learning so I think it's always inspiring to to hear how you're refining and integrating like what you're learning as well and then I was just going to say I saw speaking of learning things you I saw you pop up in Rachel's stylist and I was like ah (laughs) you've joined so I'm happy to see that you're you're doing a new course as well and again it inspires me because I feel like if you're doing it then I'm like more likely to continue to do the lessons so we can talk about it as well so thank you well it's funny because I said (laughs) this year I will not invest in anything but my coaching program I'm really trying to stay focused (laughs) on what I need to do and but actually this is actually a good point to to all of this so I was offering for clients I do when I do web design I do it on show it and mm-hmm. so I took a course and then I learned show it I you know I did it and I realized it's not the best answer for my clients sometimes most of the time I would say so I ended up mm-hmm. thinking or offering more Squarespace even though I really don't like Squarespace because of the limitations this is a common conversation on designers yes, <laughs> yes. so but you know it goes back to really refining your offering to provide your clients the best solution, the most efficient solution for them, not mm. necessarily the best thing for you. Sure, mm. I can design like a beautiful show it website, mm. but in the end, I noticed that it would be more difficult for my clients to maintain an update mm-hmm. without my help because mm. it's easier to make things, where Squarespace makes it a little bit easier. Why would I force something that's just going to make their lives more difficult? So mm-hmm. I realized, I'm like, okay, I have this resistance about Squarespace, but it, I need to figure out a better way of, you know, of doing this. And yeah. if I don't like what they do, how can I get better at designing Bonding. a Squarespace? Yes. So it feels different and it feels more custom mm. uh, to them. Mm. So <laughs> that's why I decided to take the course. I was going to do Webflow, which I'm still really interested in. But mm-hmm. that feels like a bigger like a bigger goal to tackle. And I think a lot of my clients already have Squarespace websites. So mm-hmm. it just kind of made it easier and it that made sense. sense. 
Yes. So I decided to take the course, and yeah. I'm glad that you're in it so we can talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a great um, course. Yeah, it looks it looks amazing. It's, it's like freaking amazing. Like Rachel's done. I am floored by like just <laughs> she's redefined courses for me. And I'm like <laughs> it's just she's just set the bar so high. Like I can't. I, yeah. I could cry thinking about all, everything she's put into that. Shout course. out to Rach from yeah. Squares. Stand out Squarespace, yes. uh, Squarespace stylist. It's hard to say. I was thinking about this too, like as I was moving through everything, the amount of thoughtfulness and detail on like detail. every piece of her, everything, like yes. everything you touch that's about her. It's so just, it's just perfect. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So I would, <laughs> I would like to hear about your challenges mm. but also your what did you learn and what are you excited mm. about looking forward to you know the rest of the year I would have already spoken a little bit about it previously but I think the main <laughs> thing for me this the last six months was not having enough time and not having enough energy and kind of feeling like quite depleted after a full year of growth last year so really mm. I was pushing the accelerator in my business like uh, the gas putting my yeah uh, putting my feet to <laughs> the pedal <laughs> you know what I mean I'm trying to say I was trying to accelerate for the whole year I can't drive yes and I would love to be like taking my foot off the gas and putting it onto the grass. On the grass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this, so oh, this makes six months. But basically, oh, <laughs> I'm just laughing so much. But basically, yeah, it came as a result of burning out towards the end of the year and the start of this year. Yeah. So learning how to manage that. I don't think it was like an intense burnout, but I just got to the point where I noticed I was feeling less energy. It took me more energy to get stuff done. And that was like one of the telltale signs mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like I it didn't come as easily and there wasn't as much momentum, natural momentum that I usually have towards a project. I really had to sit down and kind of structure my day so that I could channel that energy really effectively. Whereas before that, when I was, I felt a little bit more spacious, the energy and natural momentum came quite easily. So essentially what it meant was that I was putting a lot more energy into like my client work, but it didn't, and that was great for my business, great for the client work, but it was not so great for me. So I realized that that was something that I had to rebalance. Mm -hmm. And even though I reached my target revenue last year, it came at the cost of my energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I now realize that it's not about like me wanting to necessarily always be working like that. But again, it's so interesting because I feel like the first time you do something that's outside your comfort zone, like for me, it was really filling my my design schedule for the year and feeling like very fulfilled from like doing a lot of projects that was the first sort of big year that I had in a long long Mm -hmm. time and whilst that was really exciting and there was a lot of growth to that I felt like typically I go in cycles so the next year I'm like okay 
how can you do that but you do that in a way that didn't come with all of the stuff that you lost in order to like all the sacrifices that you made to get to that first to reach that first goal so if you had to repeat it what would you do differently and the things that I would do differently would Mm -hmm. just be like detaching from needing to fill out the books needing to get to that revenue number just making sure that I'm progressively creating more opportunities for that to happen Mm -hmm. um and then redirecting some of that energy to looking after myself I think like the main things that I would like to do more of would be spending more time on like a personal creative project because creativity comes in so many forms and I think sometimes I just use it all up for my business and I'm like I kind of just want to do life drawing you know like that's something that I really love doing oh my gosh Um, and it's so fun I could draw like someone's knee for an hour and I'd be pretty happy (laughs) (laughs) I'm like really micro detailed about it like everyone else is drawing full people and then I'm like I like that knee (laughs) yeah the kneecap (laughs) Um, so or like doing my drama class um, which I would love to start doing um, oh my gosh I would love for you to I want to I would love oh, to hear so your funny um, being like, back into theater like it's so fun it's such a like cathartic release of emotions for me and I have like a real giggle factor when I'm in that space like <laughs> I just I just love nice. it so much and then the other thing that I would love to set a bit more time for is like actually doing the courses so <laughs> <laughs> So I think this also came because I, I saw you pop up on um, Rachel's like community and I was like, yes, it's time for me to like commit to the courses that I paid for and actually tick off the modules and action them and implement them. It's yeah, about implementing yeah. the courses that I've learned, not just going through the material. And I think... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I think the final thing would be like wanting to just to meet people face to face again in Melbourne, like like a creative oh, community. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a little bit lonely in my office. Mm, in your closet. In my closet. <laughs> in my closet. Out of my office space. Um, and like, even though my partner is like next door, and like, my, you know, Nori's around and stuff, I think it's still different than working in a yeah. environment where you can talk about creative projects and have mm-hmm. that sense of community. So, I'm putting it out there, like as if I'm putting myself out on tinder or like okay cupid i'm looking for a creative community based in melbourne (laughs) what would that look like like are you looking for going and just working together on a project together or you're like looking for almost like a workspace where everyone's kind of working on their thing and you want to go in there and just kind of be around people um i think i want to like make some new friends or make more friends <laughs> um I think yeah I think it would just be nice to have the opportunity to maybe like go to a gallery with like a couple of people who are you know really interested in design and art or go see like oh um, I want to go yeah yeah but you, you you're on the other side of the world I would like someone like you here physically (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what I'm trying to like find um in Melbourne and yeah it would just be like a group of people that I can kind of bounce ideas off but also have 
you know, similar interests about everything else yeah. outside of work. So not just for working and working yeah. and networking. Yeah. All right, people, if you're listening and you're in <laughs> Melbourne and you like dogs and plants and gardening and the outdoors and design and art and music and theater and drama, reach out to Joe. Yeah, I'm she ready wants to, to mingle. Connect. I'm not single, but I'm ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. I love I love your goals, and um, I really love how you're always intentional about like doing things outside of design, um, and sort of like touching that side of you, or or like growing that side of you, or your creative interests. That's always really nice, and. Yeah, so thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. So many think, lessons learned. Yeah, I think it's been it's been like probably I would say one of the messier sort of six months, just like mm-hmm. energy wise. But I think like yeah. having done this like review, it's made me realize, oh, it, there was actually so much that came out of that that was positive. And I think during when I was going through that, it felt so up and down, but now yeah. I, th- I think there was actually so much to be learned and, and gained. So, yeah, it was, it's been a really lovely chat. So thank, thank you so much for the chat today. Um, and thank you so much yeah. to everyone who listened to us um, talk about the last six months of our lives. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> Um, but you know, if there's anything that, um, you would like to share with us that would be helpful to us or to other people, we'd love to pass it on. So feel free to reach out to us. Um, we are on Instagram at the brand journey. You can, um, also, if you go to our Instagram page, you can contact Joe and I directly through there. We have our handles at the top of our profile. Thank you for just being here, for taking the time to listen, to hang out with us. If you really like what we're talking about, let us know. We would love your feedback. Um, If there's anything that you'd like us to touch on that we haven't already, we would love to also hear from you about that. Let us know and we hope to hear from you and we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah.